Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, hold it. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. You know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who that? And welcome back to Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertl. Today, we got the whole fam back. We got Nate. We got Chris. Uh, we're getting some Saints back. We're getting everyone back. But uh, it's been the first time in a while that we've had a podcast. So uh, what's good, guys? How you guys doing? What's up, man? We get Jameis back? <laughs> Sadly, no. But his workout videos look looking mighty good. I mean, it looked like he could play Sunday, honestly. Oh, he's I in mean, better shape than me. I mean, I know that's not saying much, but... <laughs> Hey, happy birthday, Jameis. If you're listening, I know you are. Happy birthday, QB1. You know you're Um, out there. (laughs) Today, we got uh, a little preview, a little fun preview. We got Mr. Uh, Thomas Morsa and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, This is, in my recent memory, one of the biggest Saints-Falcons games in a while. I mean, they're always pretty big, but none always have this much of a playoff implication, especially because Atlanta hasn't been there in a while. But... If the Saints win, the 49ers lose, they're a playoff team. What do you guys think? Um, look, man, you know, actually what's funny about the Thomas Morstead thing, this is probably like one of the only situations or scenarios to where like I want a former player to do really well. And not even just because <laughs> it's Thomas Morstead, but because if he's ha- if he's having a really good game, if he's punting the shit out Facts. of the football. The Pelicans, I mean, the, uh, the Pelicans, Jesus. The Saints are are in a spot to where they're probably uh, doing well themselves and have an opportunity at uh, controlling their side of things come Sunday. But, man, I, I was just telling Brendan before we started, like, you know, like, Nate, if you would have given me a list of everything, every obstacle that the Saints have had to overcome this year, if you put it all out on a piece of paper and you say, all right, but wait, there'll be one game, one victory, and a 49ers loss against the LA Rams from making the playoffs. I I, I mean, I take that. I, I wouldn't have, they have no business being in this situation with everything that they've had to endure this year. I mean, it's just not, and even though, um, you know, uh, I was talking to Brendan, Sean, Sean Payton probably won't get coach of the year, but he deserves to be coach of the year. 
And if you ask most people around the league and you just and you show up this resume for this year, it's one of the better coaching seasons or, you know, just when we're talking about overcoming adversity that we've seen from a team in recent memory. And I mean, look, the Raiders might have something to say about that at the end of the year if they're able to get in. But yeah, I mean, the Saints have been doing this all year since the beginning, since even before the season started, you know, in, in every from that. I mean, they've endured injury. They've had controversy. They've had backups to backups. They've had COVID. They've had national disaster and Mother Nature play a factor. I mean, you name it, they've had to deal with it. And, I mean, it feels good to even be in this situation, getting a chance to beat a rival, uh, if you want to call it that anymore, to get to get in the playoffs. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens in that 49ers-Rams game, but you have to feel confident about the Rams' chances because they still have something to play for. Um Given everything that I I just mentioned, man, I don't know if you could have asked for a much better situation. Not to mention, man, like, just, it it is insane. I I, hit the nail on the head. Like, not to mention the fact that we are looking at this team that has lost all, like, almost every player on the roster has been out at one point or another. Um, And we're looking at now, weirdly enough, the defensive line is coming back together. We're seeing a wide receiver step up, you know, and Taysom Hill arguably put together his best game of the year this week, or yeah, of the year this week, I would argue, you know, he hasn't played that much in terms of starting, but through the air, he looked fine. Alvin is even struggling right now, and we're still in this position. You know, that's up there along the unbelievable lines with, you were telling me Mark Ingram was going to come back this season. I probably wouldn't have believed that. You're telling me that we are, you know, but prior to this year, of course, we don't pay attention to cap numbers. We all know that it might as well be the motto of the podcast because the cap does not exist for the Saints. At least it does for a lot of teams. But you're telling me that we were a hundred million or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, above cap too. like and, and this is where we are. You know, this might be a playoff team, you know. It seems far-fetched, but I've it, the NFL today is all about week to week who shows up and who wins the battle in the red zone. Uh, and, you know, thus far, the last couple of weeks, the Saints have looked better. They're starting to come back healthier. You know, you're almost at this point, you feel bad for them if they don't make the playoffs because the way this team is fought, they do deserve it. You know, but like you said, there's no reason they're in this spot right now. There's no reason that we swept the Bucks again. They're, they're, it's just ridiculous what this team has gone through. You know, even I, there have been some bad, bad years as Saints fans. We all know it. We all been it. You know, it, kids from ages 10 and up know what it's like, essentially, you know, and it, this isn't one of them. You know, as weird as that sounds, this isn't one of the worst years we've experienced. You know, as much as we've been hurt, as much financial trouble quote unquote we've been in you know all these suspensions Deontay Harris was out all these things and honestly this year is not a, a bad bad year compared to the last couple of years sure when you've won four NFC South titles in a row uh yeah you don't get the five feet but I mean we're still making other teams look just absolutely ridiculous with how we can play against them running essentially like I mean, I played against high school teams <laughs> like we're more had more depth and more fulfilled, you know, than some of these teams. And probably my most surprising thing, you're telling me PJ Williams having a renaissance or <laughs> renaissance. I, I just don't get it, man. 2022 and 2021. Uh, what a trip. What a trip it's been. It's been a wild ride. Well, like you said, it, it hasn't been a bad year. 
but they had every single excuse for it to be a, a bad year. And I think at one point it did feel like that. There was like a trajectory where it was just like, okay, let's let's just get a top 10 pick. And they, they kind of turned around from that. I mean, possibly uh, it was because their COVID outbreak and whatnot. But I was doing research and I was trying to find a, a team that's made the playoffs that have started four quarterbacks in the season. I couldn't find anything. And it's just insane. I was at the Dolphins game. I picked the worst Saints game in like history to go to. Uh, don't regret it. Still love being in that Superdome. But that game sucked. Like it sucked. And Sean Payton was saying like, I'm going to write a book about that game one day because he's like meeting his his right tackle, Kyle Murphy, who came in. He's meeting him for the first time. It's nice to meet you. You're going to be protecting my quarterback today. Like it's just insane. It, it, it has been insane. And there was kind of a, a bit on Saints Twitter where people did not want this team to make the playoffs. It's like, okay, we're not going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but you, you watch Instagram live after Saints win. I want I want this team to make the playoffs. They have so much heart. This team uh, battled back against the Carolina Panthers. I mean, it felt like earlier that they weren't going to win that game. They battled back. Taysom Hill got it done. And uh, I was talking about it earlier, but what destiny – it would be just a legacy if the Saints were to block a Thomas Morissette punt. I mean, that would just be the ultimate troll all around. Uh, the Saints sent him a king kick today. But uh, looking at the injury report for the Falcons, it doesn't look too bright for them. Uh, all around for the Falcons today has been a pretty shitty day. Calvin Ridley saying he wants a fresh start. Uh, I mean, two years in a row, you're losing Julio Jones and then Calvin Ridley. I mean, I wouldn't want to be there either, so I don't blame him. But – the positive thing for them is Kyle Pitts uh, did not practice yesterday. He practiced today. He killed us last game. And if they want to win this game, if they want to go to the playoffs, they have to shut down Kyle Pitts. And they cannot let Cordell Patterson do what they did to him last time, uh, especially in their building. I know there's only going to be a few fans that actually care. But uh, I'll switch it to you, Chris. How do you think we can slow down Kyle Pitts? Because he always makes you nervous. And P.J. Williams is out probably and Bradley Roby's probably out too so the secondary is thin as well so more adversity well I mean for starters there'll definitely be some fans that care in the building they just won't be wearing red black or whatever color. <laughs> the, 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 I mean there'll be there'll be fans that care I mean the Saints the Saints will travel Saints fans will definitely travel and it, I, I, prom, I, I I'm willing to actually bet that they will be um from a percentage from a percentage standpoint it, it will be surprising to to some, maybe they don't understand the nature of this petty uh, rivalry. How many Saints fans will be in that building? But um, yeah, man, I, you know, I think look, you know, Kyle Pitts is definitely important. Uh, but I mean, beyond that, they 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 just have to come out with intensity. And you know, we've seen this uh, from the from this team sometimes when they play down to their competition, um, the defensive side of things, and it takes them some time to get going. And I think that's what kind of kind of got to them in that first matchup against Atlanta, just not coming out with the right intensity after such a big victory uh, against um, against Tampa, you know, the week prior. I believe that was that game. Um, yeah, but either way, man, you know, um, that's going to be, I would say, is what's going to be very important, the, you know, the ultimate uh, intensity. If you're talking about how to stop, how to stop Corderell, I mean, look, you're going to have a bunch of, you know, a bunch of different options. Um You'll have you'll you'll have a healthy linebacker set. Not having PJ with the way he's playing right now is um, a little bit of a bummer. But you know, um, I guess the matchup that they, they decide to put on Kyle would be important. I don't know if that's if that's a spot that you know you want you want Malcolm at or if um, you know you're gonna let 
Chauncey Garner end up making that move. Maybe, you know, you let you let Marshawn follow him at certain parts of the game. But um, the key is that I think even we'll see what's up with Marcus Davenport. But if Cam Jordan is out there and he's playing some of his best football, the defense is playing the, their best football of the of the season right now, which makes a you know a difference, I say for sure. But with the way Cam's playing, we know how he loves to show up against Atlanta and against Matt Ryan. Then I think that they'll that they'll be okay. The injury report, and if the if the entire defensive line is out there and available, then you're definitely talking about something. But the defense has been playing well. Um, I would say you know completely as of as of late, and it helps that Atlanta's overall weapons are either banged up or not available. Um, even going against Russell Gage and Kyle Pitts, the Saints have enough talent and the right level of mojo right now to play well against Atlanta. They'll have the energy. You don't have to have any other uh, surrounding motivational factor outside of, you know, this, the playoffs start this week for them. You know, come out there and play the game and, and play the football that you've been playing um, because this team pretty much goes as far as you do. And we haven't been able to say that consistently about Saints defenses uh, in my lifetime, but, here we are. Yeah, I was going to say that it Cam Jordan's been playing out of his mind since he got COVID. But I think it's part of the reason because Davenport's been healthy as well. So it's like a one-two kind of attack. And he doesn't always get double teamed. But now he's popped up in the injury report again. He did not practice both days. Uh, Peyton Turner's still in the injury report. Tanyo Passigno, uh, st- I mean, still on IR. And both those guys are still on I- IR. So, I mean, it, it becomes tough again. But I, I, like you said, this is a playoff game. It just has a different feel, in my opinion. And for Atlanta, it has a much different feel. If I was a Falcons fan, I'd want to lose this game. There's no reason to win this game uh, because you want a better draft pick. At the end of the day, you get to ruin the Saints season. But what does that get you? Just a worse draft pick. So um, some other news. Ryan Ramchek uh, is going to try and play, it sounds like. He was limited both days. But it's gonna, he's going to have to have off-season surgery on his meniscus, I believe. I think that's what Nick Underhill said. So, I mean, he's fighting through some stuff. And he's been out seven or eight weeks, I believe. So, I mean, it'll be huge to have him back. Tron Armstead didn't practice both days. So, I mean, we've been playing. It's, it's pretty incredible, honestly. We've been playing with both tackles out for like the past six, seven weeks. I know Tron's played a couple games in there. But what team in the NFL could play without both their tackles and be this successful I mean, offensively, it's been awful. Without this defense, we'd be nowhere. But uh, I, I think it's the number was 58. We have 58 players started this year, and that's NFL record. And it's not even close to any other team in NFL history. And those other teams that are in that list, like, were won, like, three or four games. Like, it really is crazy. I mean, Marquez Callaway's even stepping up. He had those drops last week, but he's starting to merge himself. I think Deontay Harris will have a big game. Deontay Hardy, excuse me. Um, it's. I think it's so dumb the NFL doesn't let him change his name on his jersey. I mean, come on. It takes me a long time to get used to. <laughs> yeah, I, it's so similar too. It's it's it just bugs me. It's gonna make me think that I'm talking about Justin Hardy and Deontay. Oh gosh, I didn't even think of it's that. It's gonna really confuse me. But uh, I just we were talking about wide receivers, and I kind of had to interject. It's like last week Carolina was missing its top three cornerbacks, and I don't think we can overlook the fact. That it still wasn't great. Uh, the Saints' <laughs> offense is low overall at number 31 uh, coming into last week, which with Sean Payton as a head coach and any team that features Alvin Kamara is just A, really bad, but B, it's 
I don't want to say it's excusable, but it is kind of excusable considering what you said. And people keep pulling up that stat. And I'm just like, please. And even on the broadcast this weekend, I was just like, they, they talk about how many people have been out. It's not even close. And you hear it in constantly about other teams. Oh, they've been missing such and such and such and such. And it's just like, uh, yes, yes. Here we are again with the Saints kind of getting overlooked in that way. Um, but it's just one of those things you deal with. You know, we're hopeful that I think this week is the pivot point where we do say, even if the 40, 49ers, uh, you know, make the situation so we can't get into the playoffs. Playoffs start here, but not only that, next season starts here. You know, mm -hmm. if this team retools and reloads in the offseason, the framework for a Super Bowl winning team is still there. You know, I know it's going to be a tough offseason. We're going to have to see some guys go. Um, the, the landlord is finally at least partially coming uh, to collect rent in some ways, uh, thanks to the COVID money and everything. But it, it's just one of those things. The, the framework is there. The coaching is there. It's pretty good. Uh, and the development is there. And I want to finish all that off by saying, please, for the love of goodness gracious, do not draft a defensive lineman first round. Oh, my gosh. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Or you draft a defensive lineman Thank or you. you sign one in the offseason because you can evaluate really well, and that's clear. Mm -hmm. uh, first round is just not working. We need to have the, the NFL draft in New Orleans so we can have a voodoo priestess <laughs> come in and fix whatever's going on with the, the Saints defensive line. It, it's been bad. <laughs> I was going to say, they are in a really bad position offensively with skill positions, and it sucks, yes, that Michael Thomas is out, but at some point, it is kind of their fault. I mean, you have a huge unit wide receiver. You know Michael Thomas has his ankle injury, and you wait till the seventh round of draft wide receiver. And and even in years past, I know Caesar Caesar Ruiz is, is a it's a touchy touchy subject for most people, but in a year where it's been insane, he's the only Saints player to play every single every single game in the Caesar Superdome since it was called Caesar Superdome. So I mean, say what you want availability is the best ability i think he will be okay i'm not i'm i'm not on team hate caesar ruiz he has mental errors he does um but i'm i'm not going to give up him yet but i think a big part of their issues right now has been the recent draft picks i think they've missed on some later rounds i, I think they've done great but like you said uh even if they don't go to the playoffs even if you win your game the 49ers somehow win you 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 look for your future quarterback next year and say, hey, look, we won nine games in the most ridiculous circumstances of all time. Russell Wilson, you won like five games with a healthy team. If you come to us, we'll win three Lombardies in the first three years if you come here. So, I mean, this team, if this is the last game, I don't think it's going to be, but this whole team is going to look a lot different next year. Um, whether you like it or not, I mean, there's going to be tons of changes and just the fact that we've gotten this far is pretty incredible, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it's definitely something. That, it's almost a marvel. Uh, and this will be a season we probably look back on in the future as what the f like. <laughs> it's the entire COVID scape, of course, is going to be a time in our lives, I think, where we look back on that and say, wow, that was weird. Uh, but when it comes to NFL, I think this same season is going to be the year we look back and say, how? <laughs> Especially and, and listen, and there's no, there wouldn't be a better, a better way to wrap the season, um, whether for the 49ers take care of business or not, for them to beat the Falcons, and hopefully in a dominating fashion. I mean, that would, 
you know, even even if the 49ers don't, you know, end up end up losing uh, in a road game at L.A. Uh, well, I mean, in that building, it'd probably be a home game for them. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but even even if the Rams, if the Rams don't take care of business, um, at least for by the time the game ends, what, 25 minutes, you know, 30 minutes, we'll have a chance to say, well, that went well. That was fun. That was good. And even, you know what I mean? And, and again, as we've been speaking about, man, you know, regardless how, how the, you know, the, uh, the other factors end up playing themselves out, you know, what a, what a, what a statement it makes to every, to the, you know, the uh, fortitude of everybody in that locker room, the coaching staff. I mean, they beat the Bucks on the road without their head coach among, uh, <laughs> among so many other uh, just, you know, absences. And, you know, you guys talked about, you know, missing two, two tackles, both that are, you know, um, all pros. And, I mean, it goes across the board. You win last week, no Marcus Williams. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Demario Davis misses the game here. There's no Quan. There's no Cam, Cam finally misses the game. Davenport is dominant pretty much in all his games played, but, you know, it's still a question if he's going to play every week. On your mind, is suspended. You know, um, it just goes on and on. No, Ian Book is handling substitutions then then not only is he he's probably, is he the first player to ever handle substitutions and start a game you know oh. I, I i i mean it just it goes on and on with the level of responsibilities that i mean everybody's been been like a system manager i mean that that's just what it reminds it's just everybody's having an opportunity to do more than what you thought they would and no one's complaining you know they're coming out mm-hmm. i mean so um I think this year will be even more fun, even if it's even if we look at it crazy and it's everything and people should they should they lose out or should they make the playoffs? You're going to look back at this year and look at and say, damn, like they accomplished a lot for everything that they had to overcome. And this is all without making any of the I mean, you know, Marquez Calloway is finally finally making something happen. Right. Um, The ups and downs of Adam Troutman, I, I just could go on and on about this team, man um in this season but once again they're a game they're one win and 149 is lost away from having an opportunity to um you know play on mm-hmm. yeah and I'll, I'll end the i'll end us with this uh i, I know some fans are kind of worried about us making the playoffs and if we do it'd be the rams in the first round in their building uh some fans I talked about this a little bit last episode, but some fans don't want us to make it so we can get a better draft pick. I understand that, but what's a, I mean, two to three slots doesn't really matter that much. And Saints always look to trade up anyway. So why do you even, why do you even care? Honestly, they'll find their guy, they'll go get him. Doesn't matter where they're at. Um, the way the Rams have been playing these past few weeks, they barely beat the Lamar Jackson list Ravens with Tyler Huntley. It takes a last minute, two minute drive to go down and beat them. Uh, the past few weeks, they've looked iffy. They haven't killed anyone. They haven't like impressed me that much. And this team has beaten the Packers, the Patriots, the Bucks twice. Um, but on the other side, I mean, they can lose to the Eagles, the Giants. It's, it's just like this team's a roller coaster. But my point is, we can beat anybody, but we also can lose anybody. Lose to anybody. So I mean, just give us a shot. And I mean, don't be surprised if they go in there and shock them in, in their building come Wild Card Weekend. That's all I'll say they're clearly not the team or the organization to bet against going forward. I mean, or, you know, to end this year, I mean, clearly, I mean, you just, 
you go into the you you go into the game with no expectations. You know, uh, you can talk about Taysom, you know, or you know, lack thereof, or you know, whatever the case may be. But one way or another, even even if a team has an opportunity of beating them, they are going to have to beat them. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be easily settled, even in games in which they were they were getting blown out at, at, uh, throughout the year. You look up and oh damn, they're down fourteen. Oh, they're down seven. Oh wait, they're up again. You know, so no, I mean it, they're not the team to bet against. And man, I'm just like you guys mentioned. I'm excited about what this what this means going forward because they put a lot on film and a lot um, a lot in the air for big time additions next year to you know at a period of time where we wondered if they would be doing going through some type of role of rebuilding they're going to have another chance to make big time additions whether it be by quarterback wide receiver whatever the case may be to make another run at, at a championship and i i mean saints fans that don't want to be they don't want the team to make the playoffs for a better draft pick man i mean if you grew up with the team that i grew up you with you ain't a saints fan I'll take I'll take all of this. I, you know, I'll take all of it. I'll take nine and eight, whether they make the playoffs or not. It's much better than, you know, being four and eight at one point than you know finishing seven and nine or eight and eight or mm-hmm. you know not even having a, not even having a chance at that kind of record. I will take this, man. I, I'm not too good for for a wild card team, even if they score twelve points in the game. I'm not I'm not too good for that. I like to question whether they've seen our drafts since like 2017. <laughs> That's that's exactly that's <laughs> exactly that's even more the point. Give me one spot picks. higher on the draft so we can draft another two first or something. And why are people so stingy about trading first round picks? It's like they haven't. When's the last time we had a good first round pick? I mean, me Marshawn, Brandon Cooks, player over a first round pick. Exactly. I mean, that, that's literally the entire NFL draft community's stance. Exactly. I, I mean, our our day two picks are incredible. But look, look at how many. Look, I mean, exactly. Look over, even if the last few drafts haven't been good. Look since what? What are we talking? Twenty seventeen. The not just good, the great players that they've drafted in that period of time that allow you to make risk or take risk like you're doing now, right? You know, you draft Charney, uh, right? You draft, you draft MT, you draft, uh, you know, you draft Camara, you draft Ramchick, you draft Marcus Williams, you draft Marcus Williams, you go, you draft Lattimore. You draft goddamn uh twenty two, um, CJ. Yeah, I, I mean on and on. Now you know you add. We'll see what's up with a Debo. You know, you know going forward. But just think about all of Eric McCoy. The list goes on and mm-hmm. on and on. All the people that that they've been able to draft to where it makes and needed skill positions to where you could say, all right, we can we can forfeit this going forward because we. Even if we have holes, we don't have we don't have as many needs as we would normally have because of these one. They have an all time draft class. That draft class is top five, like ever yeah. um, yep. in the history of this fucking game. It's that good. Trey Hendrickson, Alkeem Muhammad in that draft um, too. <laughs> Muhammad, but yes, Trey Hendrickson, fourteen <laughs> sacks this year. Yeah, he's he's making making history. I'm still Didn't so have... sad he's not on our roster. <laughs> can't keep everybody, hey, right? No, yep. you can't. Not when you do that well. No. And, not I mean, you even, like, you, you get these guys in later rounds, like Pete Warner, who's making a big – I mean, look at how well he's coming up learning under Demario Davis. And uh, signing Quan Alexander, Tano Passignon, getting these guys out of the free agency that are slept on. You know, it's – there is one thing you can not 
argue, and that is that you have to somewhat trust the roster management of the Saints. Now, if you want a wide receiver, I don't really know what to tell you. Sean Payton will find a UDFA. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. He'll get a guy out of Grambling State University of Wisconsin. He got Deontay Harris. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, he he still does. It. It, we're still in better spot than a lot of teams are. I mean, look at teams recently. Um, and it, some teams you're blessed. You know, you've got guys. But even the Bucks right now, uh, now that Antonio Brown isn't on the roster, they're struggling for wide receiver depth. Uh, you know, they went out and signed all these these not legendary veterans, but higher class veterans on minimum scale because they're taking a pay cut to play with LeBron of the NFL. And mm-hmm. it's just, it, it, we're not in a bad spot, even in our bad spots. You know, we've got rotational depth. Guys we pull out of free agency are just insane. You know, guys coming in and making an impact. Uh, a lot of teams are jealous of the Saints. The Saints could have gone and only won three games this year. And a lot of teams would be jealous of where the Saints are next year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's January 6th. You can go get your king cakes now. But it's playoff week, and uh, we'll be catching guys after the game. Hopefully, we're celebrating with some some alcohol and we're going to the playoffs. <laughs> but I'm not going to jinx anything yet. We still got to take care of business. But the playoffs start this weekend, and let's get it going. <laughs> All right, y'all. Appreciate yeah. the support. We love you guys. See you guys next episode. Peace. Hey. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they?